0: Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Angel Fall here on Victims to Victorious. Uh, we broadcast weekly from the Black Talk Radio Network. I want to thank my sound engineer and founder of Black Talk Radio, Scotty Reed. The title of today's show is Empty Shelves, No Guns, No Toilet Paper. And what we're going to do today um, is we're going to expand on our public health model and connect gun violence to the pandemic. Why is that? I'm gonna start with the New York Times article. I'm sorry, the New York CNN Business article was published in New York recently. All these articles that I'm reading today are published within the last week or two. Gun sellers across the United States are reporting major spikes in firearm and bullet purchases as the coronavirus spreads across the country. Pictures of long lines outside gun stores in California and Oklahoma and elsewhere have gone viral on social media. The ammunition website, ammo.com, says it has recorded an unprecedented surge in bullet sales over the last three weeks. Administrators of the site, which ships ammunition to all but four states across the United States, released sales figures Monday night showing a 77% increase in website visits between February 23rd and March 15th. This article was published on March 19th. Those visits led to a a 222% increase in transactions over the same period, which compared to the first three weeks in February. Revenue has increased 309% according to the site, which said coronavirus fears are fueling the sales surge. The world has never seen anything like this and people wanna make sure they're prepared for whatever lies ahead, whether that be food shortages, government shutdown or worse, a spokesperson for ammo.com said in an email statement, when everything around you is uncertain, having a supply of ammunition can make our customers feel safer. And I'm quoting from the unnamed spokesperson for ammo.com if you're following the article online you can see people waiting in line at a store in Culver City California the picture was taken uh, about two weeks ago between 2016 and 2018 the article continues after the election of Donald Trump the gun industry experienced a decline in firearm sales dubbed the Trump slump which insiders say which insiders say is typical when Second Amendment-friendly Republicans control the White House and Capitol Hill. But month to month, gun sales rose steadily in 2019, a year after Democrats won back the House and presidential candidate states like Beto O'Rourke proposed a mandatory gun buyback program to seize automatic long guns such as AR-15. This year, the coronavirus has been an unanticipated boon to the gun industry. All the anecdotal reports are sales have kicked up higher here than the last week or two. Gun industry analyst Rob Southwick, founder of the market search from Southwick Associates Inc., told CNN business, whenever there's a period of uncertainty, nine one one, the stock market crash of eighty seven, for instance, firearm sales go up. Federal law requires anyone purchasing a gun from a licensed firearm seller in the United States to pass a criminal background check, which is submitted to the FBI's National Instant Criminal Background Check System, NICS. The Bureau declined to confirm whether or not it has seen a coronavirus-fueled rise in background checks, but its latest available NICS figures Show a 73%, that's a 73% rise in background checks in February when compared to the same month a year ago. Mark Oliva, Director of Public Affairs at the National Shooting Sports Foundation, a trade association for the gun and ammo industry, routinely speaks with gun merchants across the United States. He said the rise in gun sales is nationwide and that coronavirus has sparked a pattern of panic buying, and hoarding firearms and ammunition. I think everybody's a little bit concerned, and they're still buying while they can, while it's available, he said. If you just tuned in, the article is on CNN.com, and we're looking at the relationship between gun sales and the pandemic. And the title of the article on CNN Is gun sales surge as coronavirus pandemic spreads? Continuing with the article, we're going to take a look at a couple of other ones. Um, in Mount Vernon, New York, which sits 17 miles north of New York City. And of course, if you are an informed listener, you realize that New York has become the epicenter of this pandemic here in the United States. And at this point in the world. Michael Timlin, 50, 50 years old, owner and operator of the smoke and gun shop, said he saw a 50% increase in foot traffic over the weekend. Saturday was one of our biggest sales days, Timlin told CNN Business. The only problem is that the supply is running low. We're bound to what we can get. Here, where I'm broadcasting from in Cleveland, Ohio today, um, before it got prepared for a show, a friend of mine let me know that he had gone to a gun store here in Cuyahoga County and was told that there were no no guns were available in other words the guns were sold out and that's one reason why i'm equating it to the toilet paper scare the title today shows empty shelves no guns no toilet paper i just want the listeners to think about that that toilet paper and guns have been purchased with the same type of panic buying when the vicious coronavirus, I'm returning to the article, comes knocking at your door, you're getting a gun. You said the most popular gun gun tends to, the most popular gun tends to vary by shop and state, according to firearm dea- dealers. Bullseye Tactical Supply staff in New Jersey that the AR-15 has been in high demand, and of course, New Jersey, Connecticut, and New York were some of the first states to implement these curfews and to reduce sale hours and to install protective, um, protective devices, devices in the grocery store like plexiglass panels for the um, clerk so that they have minimum contact with people if they go through the line. Now here in Ohio, that's where we're, we are and the article returns to Ohio, which is an open carry state. Modern priced handguns like the Taurus p 2111 g G2C seem to be the weapon of choice, according to Daryl Upall, a licensed gun dealer in the rural town of Ashtabula, which sits 56 miles northeast of Cleveland. The distributors are sold out of that model, he told CNN. They are actually uh, out of this particular handgun. Also, we'll address the fact that some of the stores are um, out of ammunition as well. The shotgun is one of the easier firearms to use and understand, Timlin said. It's the best choice to make if someone's trying to harm you because of the way it functions. Ammo.com said the 40 caliber Smith & Wesson handgun bullet sales have risen 645% recently, making them the most popular item sold on its website since the coronavirus started making national headlines earlier this year. And here's me interpreting this for you. 40 caliber Swiss and Smith and Western handgun bullet sales have risen. And that would allow you to think, because I want you to discern this for yourself, that these people are buying ammunition for guns that they already have. We certainly have spent a lot of time on gun safety um, while we've been broadcasting these various episodes. Shannon Watts, founder of the gun safety advocacy group Moms Demand Action, and you can follow them on Twitter expressed concern about the wave of new firearm purchases pointing to a 2018 study journal of urban health showing that 4.4 million kids live in america in homes with unsecured guns i knew that was coming up again i'm hopeful that people who are buying guns are going to the store to store them securely watch cnn business people need to wash their hands and lock up their guns Uh, hence you know my analogy to Shelves are empty of toilet paper, and shelves are empty of guns. So the coronavirus um, is triggering massive sales of firearms. Firearm dealers are running out of ammunition as well. We're gonna take a look at the um, article from The Guardian. If you're trying to follow me online, you can go to theguardian.com for the article. Um, and it's called U.S. Sales of Guns and Ammunition Soar Amid-Corona amid, um, amid, corona, amid corona, um, Panic Buying. The article also references the LA Times. One customer told the LA Times, politicians and anti-gun people have been telling us for the longest time that we don't need guns. But right now, a lot of people are truly scared. And they can make that decision themselves. Larry Hyatt, owner of one of the country's largest gun shops, Hyatt Guns in Charlotte, North Carolina, told The Guardian that the scenes of mass buying in his store were virtually unprecedented. This is only the second time in my 61 years of business that we've seen anything like this. He said, adding that the first occasion was the aftermath of the mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School. In Connecticut in 2012. We are experiencing a massive rush to buy guns and ammunition as, people, as ammunition as people feel the need to protect themselves and their families. Hyatt said that the type of guns being sought was reflective of the fear prevalent among customers. There were almost no interest in hunting rifles. Instead, people were opting for large target guns and there's a big demand for AR-15 Semi-automatic assault-style rifles. I just want the listeners to think about that, and notice that this particular gun, sa- um, gun owner, gun shop owner, he's recording a different pattern than what we read in the previous article. So the type of ammunition, the type of gun, it does seem to vary. But one thing that's con- considered uh, standard here in discussing that that everyone is receiving a spike in purchases and even running out of guns and ammunition in these stores. It's just a matter of what type. I think it's interesting, again, this is me commenting, and I'm going to return to the article, about the AR-15 semi-automatic assault-style rifles. We've discussed them many times as to why they shouldn't even be sold to civilians. Even in a pandemic, I would say I'm going to extend that value to that, but they should not be sold. Asked why he thought the spike was happening, the article says. Hyatt replied, financial meltdown, pandemic, crime, politics. You throw it all into the pot and you have one hell of a mess, end quote. The article continues. A major online dealer of ammunition, amu.com has put out figures for sales from February 23rd to March 4th. And this is a little bit earlier than the previous article. They give an indication of the scale of the surge. In the 11 day period, sales increased 68%. Compared to the 11 days, the same time up to the 23rd of February. Sales were especially pronounced in North Carolina and Georgia, the, which experienced a leap of 179% and 169%, respectively. Other states with large increases included Pennsylvania, Texas, Florida, Illinois, and New York. In a statement, Amo.com's marketing manager, Alex Horstman, said, we know certain things impact ammo sales, mostly political events or economic instability when people feel their rights may end up infringed. This is our first experience with a virus leading to such boost in sales. Apart from the general anxiety surrounding coronavirus, some gun sale spikes appeared to have specific causes. The Trace reported that in Washington State and California, the locations of early outbreaks of the virus, gun sales increased acutely, propelled by Asian Americans fearful that they could face xenophobic and racist violence against their families, given that the original source of corona was China. People are panicking because they don't feel secure. They worry about a riot or maybe that people will start to target the Chinese. David Liu, a Chinese-American gun dealer outside Los Angeles, told The trade Amid the rush to stockpile lethal weapons, there are concerns for the safety of children. The previous article mentioned that, too. A sudden increase in guns, guns and rifles in domestic homes could put children at risk through the lack of safe storage. So we mentioned that either that 4 million children are believed to live in homes where guns are in in improperly secured over four one over four million firearms are already the second most prevalent killer of children in the u.s after car crashes in the 14 to 17 year old bracket, gun injuries are the highest single cause of death according to research from the university of michigan school of public health we've, we have talked about similar topics in previous shows and please visit um Victims to Victorious on the Black Talk Radio Network. All shows are archived and you can use a variety of platforms like Tune In, for instance, to listen to it. America Faces an epic choice. In the coming years and the re- in the coming year, and the results will define the country for a generation. These are perilous times. Over the last three years, much of what the Guardian holds dear has been threatened. Democracy, Civility, Truth. This administration has cleared out science and scientists across all departments. Um, I'm going to stop right there. They are they are editorial, editorializing and of course there is much talk about whether or not the, the coronavirus could have been curtailed better if funding for some of this research had been cut had not been cut. And in, in previous show we also talked about the way it's very difficult to do gun research Um, if you are employed by the Centers for Disease Control, because you have to circumvent the Dickey Amendment, which prohibits it on one level. So we are about 10 minutes into uh, Victims to Victorious, and we're taking a look at the relationship between gun sales and the coronavirus. If you are following me on Twitter, my name is On Air Angel, and you are looking at the Black You're listening to the Black Talk Radio Network. Now I'm going to turn to the Forbes article about the same topic. You're welcome to leave a comment. The title of today's show is Empty Shelves, No Guns, No Toilet Paper. And I will talk a little bit more. I will try to help review, review some public health principles and also explain to people again what what the virus really is, in case you, in case you want to hear that. In radio, we never believe that um, you hear things enough. We believe that the first time you hear something uh, is the first time you hear something. Hence, there is a lot of repetition when you listen to uh, those of us who come on the radio to give you to give you information. So, the coronavirus is the subject of today's show, and its relationship to panic buying, especially panic buying um, for guns. We discussed that now that more children are home and gun sales have increased, we are very concerned as public health advocates that there will be children who are at more risk for being accidentally shot in, um, in homes where these guns are unsecured. There may be gun ownership of people for the very first time. The article mentioned a lot of Asian people were buying guns for the first time in California because people are being xenophobic and I meant to explain that word they are hating people who they perceive to be foreign, even to the point where you can see you can see people are uh, of Asian descent have been beaten up they put those they have put their own uh selfies of themselves having been beaten up on social media so now we're going to go to an article that came out today april 1st 2020 newsweek the title of that article is people panic buying fi- firearms are adding gasoline to a fire instead of protecting families gun control advocacy groups warm and you you can find that on newsweek it came out today Gun control advocacy groups have warned those seen panic-buying firearms and ammunition amid the coronavirus outbreak that they are risking bringing a different danger right through their front door that could potentially cause more harm to their families. As the seriousness of the virus begins to become clearer, images of huge queues of people, we hardly use that word in, in American English, but he's using it here, Q-U-E meaning line, of people outside gun stores in some of the worst affected areas such as California and Washington started emerging. Earlier this week, ammunition website again ammo.com and you might want to visit that and see see what they're saying, revealed that they saw an unprecedented surge in the sales of bullets as COVID-19 started to spread across, across the country. According to figures released by the company, the site witnessed a 276% sales surge on March 10th, the day the number of confirmed cases in the U.S. reached more than 1,000. So this is me analyzing the article article again. Somebody's making what we call a direct relationship. And those of you who have followed followed my previous shows know that I want you to understand how research is done and how hypothesis and information is presented, even if you haven't studied that in undergraduate school or or a high school, you have a totally different discipline. So what they're trying to say here is there is a direct relationship between a threshold of 1,000 and the number of sales that they saw. On March 10th, the number of confirmed cases in the U.S. reached more than 1,000, and of course, it's increased exponentially since then. Ammo.com says that sales continue to rise as coronavirus was officially declared a pandemic by the World Health organization and the stock market saw its biggest one-day drop since 1987 fear has been the motivation for much of the increases in firearm purchases david chipman said senior policy advisor for gun control group advocate group, uh, group giffords told newsweek a small percentage of the marketing to gun owners has been to encourage a preparation for end times scenarios and zombie apocalypses. A lot of people have mentioned the movie, um, The Walking Dead. Chipman, that's my comment. Chipman said that the country's current gun laws allow people to hoard weapons in the same way that they, they are able to mass by toilet paper. And of course, that's the title of today's show. Empty Shell. No guns, no toilet paper. Uh, no toilet paper. We're going to spend about another minute on the article before we go to our um, required station ID break. She described how there could be a disastrous knockoff effect for those who are purchasing a weapon for the first time amid the coronavirus outbreak. As a gun owner myself, I I get how people instinctively think about their personal safety and that of their family. What concerns me most is not the responsible gun owners who decide to pick up a couple more boxes of ammo, but the person who's never handled a gun buying an AR-15, who plans to bring a weapon of home of war into their home, untrained, and is already under the under an extraordinary amount of stress, it's adding gasoline to a fire. So we're going to take a break here on Victims to Victorious. We're going to continue looking at the um, relationship between. A pandemic and the sale of guns here in the United States of America. Now I'm not a writer okay. Black Talk radio since 2008 providing new black media for the masses okay thank you for listening to victims to victorious here on the black talk radio network if you just joined us around this time uh the title of today's show is empty shelves no guns no toilet tapers and i would urge people to go online look at as many resources as possible of course in the one hour that we have I don't have time to look at all the information, but certainly if you're interested in in the relationship between panic buying of guns, even toilet paper, and the pandemic, you can visit uh, newsweek.com, coronavirus-gun-sales-ammo-COVID-19. It's an article that takes a look at panic buying. It's called People Panic Buying Firearms Are Adding Gasoline to a Fire instead of protecting families, gun control advocacy groups warn. And um, just before we end, we're gonna review a little bit about the coronavirus, its origins, how to keep, and how to keep yourself as safe as possible from it. Turning to the article, Chris Brown, president of the Brady Gun Control Campaign Group, also said she's very fearful that the number of friendly fire incidents involving children could also dramatically increase as millions of children who are not currently at school will be present in their homes with these new weapons. Brown says that the feeling of short-term security and safety that is provided by purchasing a weapon is masking the actual risk that will be dramatically increased. I understand that any time of crisis, there is fear. The desire to do something, to try and create a sense of security and safety is paramount. The same instinct as fight or flight is what's kicking in here, she told Newsweek. The reality is the purchase of a gun is actually going right into harm's way. According to Brady, eight children are unintentionally injured or killed every day in the U.S. as a result of an unlocked or unsupervised gun in the home. I'm going to read that statistic again. Eight children... Are unintentionally injured or killed every day in the U.S. as a result of an unlocked or unsupervised gun in the home. Brown said, in order to stop this figure rising sharply, those purchasing guns must engage in safe storage and reconsider the role of the gun in the home. Parents are on the front line in ensuring their own kids aren't harmed by things they find in their homes. Shannon Watts, a founder of Moms demand action for gun sense in America and you can follow them on Twitter. It was set up in the wake of the Sandy Hook Massacre in Newtown, Connecticut in twenty twelve. That's often something I refer to. Um, also expressed concern about how to increase the increased number of firearms in homes could have severe consequences for those who are trying to protect their loved ones. Right now, there's no question that everyone is worried about their family's safety. We know there are risks associated with having a gun in the home, especially when kids are involved, which is why responsible gun owners store their guns locked, unloaded, and separate from ammunition. Watch adds the presence of guns in a house also increases the risk of suicide and domestic violence. Uh, Of course, we have done several shows on that. You can visit the uh, Black Talk Radio Network Click on V2V, the big, large graphic, and select to show about that. The NRA has spent decades selling a myth that more guns make us safer. But if that were true, the U.S. would be the safest nation on earth, she said. Instead, we have a gun homicide rate that is 25 times higher than the average of other developed nations. I'm pausing just for you to comprehend that if you've never heard me make these discussions before so analyzing some of the article here with that 25 times higher the average uh rate of other developed countries what we are layering over here in the society at this moment as people are panicked as people are panicked they feel they need to keep their property safe they feel they need to keep their um, their possessions safe their pets their loved ones their cars etc because people might begin to loot when the society breaks down uh, in some kind of anarchy. That is the, um, that's the sentiment of the gun owner. So if this is already a problem we have in the United States with, again, some 25 times higher than the average of other developed countries when it comes to the murder rate, now we are creating a scenario based on our fear of a virus where our homes are unsafe, because of a weapon, not just the pathogen only. Returning to the article, Watts suggested if people truly want to protect their families during these unsettled times, they should wash their hands and lock up their guns. We heard that quote in another article. Chipman also gave some advice for those thinking about purchasing their first gun and concerns about the coronavirus. If you care about your family, this is my reading the article, spend the $500 on groceries and stronger bolts for the exterior doors of your home. Anyone purchasing in the, a gun in the United States must have a criminal background, background check, test. As previously reported by Newsweek, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, the Firearms Industry Trade Group, revealed the NICS, that's the National Incident Criminal Background Check System, said that the number of background checks processed on March 16th in the U.S. soared by 300% compared to the same date in 2019. Gun store owners described how the increase in business is incomparable to any other time. I've been in business for 10 years, Mark Healy says, the owner of herself, title dealership in Temple Hills, Tempe, Arizona, and not even after the shooting at Sandy Hook were when they were talking about taking guns away. The previous um, article said the person, the gun owner, had seen uh, the same thing around the Sandy Hook tragedy in Newtown, Connecticut. Let's look a little bit about the types of weapons again. Now, this is... um, Brandon Burns, who owns Spartan Arms and Range Supplies in Las Vegas, uploaded a video on the store's Facebook page showing how his stock was almost entirely depleted as people rushed out to buy weapons. And of course, those of us who are sitting at home and perusing social media during this time, we're we're laughing at the pictures of no toilet paper, no milk, and no eggs. But it's not so funny to see a gun shop cleared of its inventory. Returning to the article, no handguns, no rifles, no ammunition, no 9 millimeters, no 40 millimeters, no 45, no 5.56, no 22, no 12 gauge, no 20 gauge. We don't have it. Things are not normal right now, Burns said in the clip, which was seen, which has um, since been viewed more than five million times online. Speaking to Newsweek burns said he is still seeing waves of people entering a store to purchase weapons days later we are not surprised honestly about the surge of firearms people are worried what other people do when they are desperate when they no longer have jobs money and food right now our message is to be patient and calm we are processing things as fast as we can at the writing of this article there were more than 14,250 confirmed cases of COVID in the United States, and of course this changes uh, daily. So that's a very interesting article about the relationship between um, gun purchases, toilet paper running off the shelves, ammunition running off ammunition being run off the shelves, and people feel, people feeling unsafe because of a pathogen. For some of us, for some of us, the the link between unsafe from disease and causing you to purchase a gun may not seem like rational thinking. But panic buying doesn't have to be rational thinking. There are going to be people who have so much toilet paper at the end of this, they might sell it on eBay or uh, choose to choose to um, return it. And I think it's interesting if you're listening that one of the articles mentioned that most gun dealerships in the united states did not limit limit weaponry purchase but when you were going out to your local target your local grocery store chain uh, giant eagle in cleveland ohio um stop and shopping on the east coast there were signs on the shelves that said said please limit eggs mm-hmm. in one carton or please limit toilet paper rolls or paper towel rolls to one carton. Yet we're in a society where there are no such signs as that in a gun store. So let's take a look um, a little bit about the virus because we are talking about a virus. It is a public health show and its intersection with people's fear. So the article on Newsweek said people have panic buying, but people should be trying to keep people safe in their homes. And they don't have to have guns to fight. A pathogen. So, the World Health Organization has some advice for avoiding the spread of the coronavirus. This is actually a de- an addendum to the Newsweek article. So, here is hygiene advice: Clean hands frequently with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Wash hands after coughing or sneezing. Sneezing when caring for the sick, before, during, and after food preparation before eating, after using the toilet, when hands are visibly dirty, and after handling animals or waste. As someone who wants you to understand public health, tenants, postulates, etc., one of the problems that the um, virus is presenting to, in terms of tracking its origin and curtailing the spread are the number of animal hosts that are believed to be able to um, be vectors of the virus. So, Mammals include, of course, you as a person, but that includes bats, for instance. It also includes a type of mammal that we don't we see its relative here. It's a type of armadillo that lives in Asia. So handling animal waste and some articles are reporting handling your own waste, mishandling your own waste could also be a source of infection. Maintain this World Health Organization says maintain at least three feet distance from anyone who's coughing or sneezing. And in America, we're trying to maintain six feet um, in public places. Avoid touching your hands, nose and mouth. Do not spit in public. I hate when I see people doing it, mostly men. Um, avoid touching your hands, nose and mouth. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue or bent elbow. Discard the tissue immediately and clean your hands. If you feel unwell, fever, cough, difficulty breathing, Seek medical care early and call local health authorities in advance. Stay up to date on COVID-19 developments issued by health authorities and follow their guidance. Many of you listening have the ability to sign on on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. And if you have a relative who is elderly, if you have a relative who is not up to date technically, please do what you can to help them get connected to telemedicine many tele telemedicine portals before the pandemic were only connected with insurances that had paid premiums premiums now there are telemedicine ports that are not that you don't have to pay for and what is telemedicine that means you will be able it's also called concierge medicine you will be able to get a health provider on the phone and share your symptoms. If you have an iPhone, you can download an app called COVID-19. They have a self test and they even have a button to press if you need to call 911. So mask usage. Healthy individuals only need to wear a mask if taking care of a sick person. So this is what the World Health Organization is saying. This is continued to be controversial. Obviously, we don't have enough masks in the United States of America to keep healthcare workers safe. And they are, they are representing an emerging group an emerging group that seems to have a higher burden of the disease because they are seeing more people who are sick. In other words, if you show up in the ER room and you have these symptoms, you are coming to the ER room because you're sick. That seems like duh and a no brainer. But when you shop in the public, you don't have that concentration of people in a small area waiting around to see a doctor. When you go to the grocery store, you might spend 30 or 40 minutes and you're out. But when sick people are concentrated in this small area of the emergency room, this seems to be a risk factor for the healthcare providers. Wear a mask if you are coughing or sneezing. Masks are effective in combination with frequent hand cleaning. Do not touch the mask while wearing it. That's very difficult. Clean hands if you touch the mask. Learn how to properly put it on, remove, and dispose of the mask. Clean hands after disposing mask. Do not reuse single-use mask. Of course, we have seen people on social media, primarily healthcare workers, saying that they are in fact using masks. And there is a man right here in Columbus, Ohio, who has a mach- machine to sterilize masks to, up, to, to um, stretch out the um, how many times people can reuse them because this has become extremely important in a pandemic where you don't have enough supplies for healthcare workers. And if you're someone listening to the show and you in fact have, um, have masks for some reason, you might not think about, um, you know, you might not think about your mask if you use them every day by now. If you're a painter, if you um install um if you work as an exterminator uh for instance if and this is an adult show if you're someone who is into um a certain type of bdsm uh, culture you might be using masks and and latex gloves for your uh for your sexual behavior in this particular group of people who do this and you might have supplies because one thing you would be having a lot of latex in this um, in this particular sexual practice, you might, may be doing a practice, um, that calls for wearing a mask. And if you have extras, many hospitals and public health organizations are asking for people to donate that. So that's a kind of a bit of a hidden, uh, kind of a hidden world of who would have extras. If you are some type of crafter, you might be using them at home. You might have used them at home to keep yourself um keep the fumes from spray painting if you work in the auto industry many many people work in the audio industry uh, who detail cars actually wear real respirators but again these are uh, somewhat hidden sources of where other people have masks and um your healthcare provider could use them in your local area so find out also there are people who are making mask okay at home and you can see videos on youtube about how to do it and you can um again find out where to take them some people have been con contracted by certain health organizations to make the mask and if you have a sewing machine at home you could certainly join the effort we have uh, about uh a little less than 15 minutes to go if i'm keeping track correctly and The title of today's show is Empty Shelves, No Guns, No Toilet Paper. And if you um, are just tuning in, you are welcome to leave a comment. I would love to hear um, from listeners who have purchased guns. Leave a comment for me. Listeners who are frustrated with the idea that you need a gun in a pandemic. Uh, People who already have guns, I'd like to hear from you. Did you buy did you buy extra ammunition, for instance? So uh, we have another article in the few minutes that we have left. The Truth About guns.com. We've all read reports of long lines in the grocery store, and this article again is The Truth About gun, guns.com. It's actually a website called The Truth Of gun, and the article is called The Great Coronavirus Emergency Gun Run Is On. So. We've all read reports of the long lines in grocery stores following the declaration of a national emergency with most Americans coming to the realization that the coronavirus is very real and isn't going away anytime soon. I'm stepping away from the article here. There are, We all know, those of us who are listening right now, of people in our families and social circle who do not believe in the virulence of the pathogen. They somehow believe that there is a... Um, misreporting fake news etc and you can see many of these people out going about on social media as if nothing has occurred but this this listeners is a virulent deadly virus that can be prevented and i'm urging people to cooperate returning to the article we've also noted that run on ammunition reports from around the country of increased gun sales yesterday however was the first day most Americans were in large numbers since the emergency declaration a great number of them made tracks to their nearest firearm retailer and this article appeared March 15th yesterday um, that article is reporting to March it's referring to March 14th because it was written March 15th um, JWT checked in yesterday from the Cabela store in Buda Texas 30 minutes south of Austin, and this is the, um, the author of the article. There were, there was a 2.5 hour wait to get to the gun counter at the time. We then talked to a, a retailer we know in Florida who reported a four hour wait at his store. Of course, the pictures online are from people standing outside in warmer climates. There's, a very, there's an iconographic picture that keeps appearing every time I look at the article, and this is a gun shop in Culver City. It has a, um, you see palm trees and the word guns is spelled like on the top of the store. appears to be about, uh, three, about three feet high. So this article on the great coronavirus emergency gun run um, includes postings from people who went to the store. And some of them have used their real names. Um, and because it's public, I'm, I'm still not going to use their real names. Um, even though it's public, JN writes in a, a tweet, I wasn't even scared until all the grocery stores started clearing out. I'm not afraid of COVID-19, but what is scary is the lack of common sense people have. I'm scared for people who actually need to go to the store feed and feed their families to feed their family. So she's more scared of people running out of food. These scenes seem to have been replicated at most gun stores in urban areas, the article continues, around the country yesterday. Retailers we've talked to said that a majority of these customers are first-time buyers, people who either never considered buying a gun before or, or who were on the fence about it. This makes sense. You have to think that the current gun owner who already will already have at least some needs to protect themselves, and they're not going to stand in line for hours in close proximity to a lot of other people given current conditions. That's an interesting point that this author uh, writes about. These people are not necessarily um, on any social distance in their panic to buy guns. And this article was by Dan Zimmerman, and it's called The Great Coronavirus Emergency Gun Run. Gun run is on. Few more of the... um, a few more of the uh, comments or little clips from the article. It seems to be, uh, uh, what that makes sense, the article said about the first-time gun owners. It also means that tens of thousands of people are coming, becoming first-time gun owners, and these are people who have decided they have the ability to defend themselves and their families during difficult times, when police may be less responsive than, you, than usual, makes all the sense in the world. Some naturally are called by Americans who have chosen to arm themselves in an emergency. To the surprise of no one, self-professed gun owner Bill Maher is is one of those expressing their derision and disdain. Fox News, you know what's up? All the businesses are closed in America except gun gun sales. So American, he said, I'll shoot the virus we don't do smart stuff in this country and that's what i was alluding to before he's he's even uh making fun of himself here's another posting that reacts to bill maher's comment about shooting the virus it's not about shooting the virus it's about keeping themselves safe from others who might want to take their bleep it says we're um we're on blog talk black talk radio network We can say that. Let me start again. It's not about shooting the virus. It's about keeping themselves safe from others who might want to take their shit during a media-induced pandemic, kind of like why you have your gun. And so, um, yeah, we are on Black Talk Radio uh, Network, and we are not confined by those FCC rules. I want to clear that up. So this is another article that you can read when you are trying to – find out what's going on, who's reporting what, how people are doing in this pandemic, and why some people feel the need to go and purchase guns, and why people are feeling the need to stock up on ammunition. And it should be mind-boggling to you as a listener that the gun gun shops do not have to keep people from buying a certain amount. They do not have to put a limit on purchases, in the same way that the big box stores can put a limit on purchases, purchases of gallons of milk and eggs, etc. So that is um, that is all the time we have today. I want to thank you for listening to Victims to Victorious. The title of today's show is Empty Shelves, No Guns, No Toilet Paper. I'm Angel Fall, and you're listening to the Black Talk Radio Network.